0: Hello and welcome to the Red Sox Precap Podcast. My name is Shelly Firstrate, and I will be your lovely, lovely guide through this, you know, this upcoming, uh, this upcoming Ranger series and then reviewing the, you know, that Yankees series that sadly we have to talk about, like, you know, Keaton's on vacation and then I had... The opportunity to host this podcast when we swept the Orioles and I was just on cloud nine. I'm like, yeah, look at me. I can do this. And now I get to talk about another sweep, but in the other direction. Like I said, my name is Shelly Verstrait and let's let's just take a look at these games here against the Yankees. So in the first game of this uh, double hitter, we had Tanner Houck. Yes, he's back. He's back again. So Tanner Houck uh, was in this first game in the double-hitter against the Yankees. He picked up two strikeouts, scattered five hits, uh, with two earned runs over four innings of work. I And after Cora took him out of that fourth inning, uh, I I didn't really know what to think. Like these seven inning games are, are kind of like a different beast, right? Because obviously it's you don't have those two extra innings to come back. So, you know, it's like it's like help went like six innings in a nine inning game. So I get it, kinda sort of. Um, I, I, I do think that Cora got a little bit too like 4D chess, you know. I, I do think that Tanner Halk could have gone further into the game. You know, he has struggled the third time through the lineup, and, you know, he was starting to get a hit a a round at the end of the fourth inning there, but still, I, I still think that he had at least a couple more outs, so... Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Yeah, it, it was a really confusing uh, decision. I don't really think that I would have made it, but I can kind of sort of see if I squint, see what core was going with there. But I mean, he was bringing in, he brought in like our dude, right? Like in, this, in the last episode, I was like Garrett Whitlock for AL, you know, rookie of the year. I still believe that by the way. But yeah, Whitlock did not have it. He was wit unlock. Like he just, he absolutely did not have it. He came in and he gave up two walks, two earned runs, and he only gave up, he only got one out. And it just, it just, the total bullpen explosion. Uh, It just, it just absolutely, it just snowballed from there. Josh Taylor followed, gave up two hits. One walk, one earned run without getting an out. Like, this is just calm. I, I, I was just watching this game. I'm like, oh my gosh. This, this is the first game of a double hitter. This is like the worst case scenario. You know, your starter is only allowed to get four innings and then your bullpen promptly explodes. It's like, oh yeah, this is a double hitter and we need these guys. Will they be available in the second game? This is just awful. And after Josh Taylor, Hansel Rublee comes in, probably gives up two walks and a hit, but he did get Andrew Velasquez, Velasquez to strike out and got out of the inning. Thank goodness, because it was seriously like the longest and the longest inning um, that we have had to go through in a while. Just, just walks, hits, ineffective pitching. It was awful. From an op- uh, so let's take a look at the offense. Uh, we were able to rack up some hits off Jordan Montgomery. Uh, he, you know, he was making his first start after coming off the COVID IL. Christian Vasquez hit a home run, which is really great to see. It was a 106, 106 mile per hour uh bomb, and this was his first home run since June 27th, which, strangely enough, was also against the Yankees. Uh, but you know, that was that was really about it until until the top of the seventh. Uh, Jonathan Logosiga was going for the two out save, and I wasn't. I wasn't feeling great. Like I was like, okay, we're probably just gonna just get three outs and then move on to the to the the second game of the doubleheader and hopefully we can hopefully we can get to uh, you know. The, the, the Yankees in that game. However, Koshul were single. I'm like, oh, okay. That's cool. That's cool. A little bit longer. This game's gonna go a little bit longer. Okay. Uh, then, Vasquez, single. I'm like, okay. 2-1, no out. Not bad. Not bad. And then, Alex Verdugo, single. And now, now that, that's when things got interesting. Right? We got bases loaded, no outs. I'm like, yes, yes, let's go. Let, let's, let's go get, you know, how we were in like the early part of the season where we would just like come back, you know, in late in games um, and, and win. But no, that, that, that wasn't going to happen. Travis Shaw made his return. You know, to the Red Sox, which was, like, really cool to see uh, the mayor of Ding Dong City, right? Just kind of coming home. And uh, they put him in a big spot to make his return, right? He made a, you know, a, he pinched it for for Bobby Dahlbeck in a big-time situation in Yankee Stadium. Like, this was huge. Sadly, he had a, he smacked a ball, right? Smacked a ball to left field, but into someone's glove. Not great. And then uh, Enrique Hernandez uh, steps up to the plate, and he had looked really, really good, um, especially in this game. But, you know, for the past, what, two, three weeks, he's been, like, on a really, really awesome heater. And he had shown a lot of patience in this game. Like, he had already walked twice at this point. In a seven inning game, he's already walked twice. I'm like, okay, yeah, I, I think we got this. I think he was feeling it, too, because he was just going out there swinging, and he quickly struck out. Bing, bang, boom. Gone. Oh, it's like, oh, dang. Okay. And now we have, you know, Hunter Renfro. He's been on a heater, too. I, I still feel kind of good. Not as good as I felt about two batters ago, but I, I still feel okay. But then he strikes out, too, and the Red Sox fall. Uh, they drop the first game 3-5. to five. And in the second game of the double hitter, we have Nathan Iovati going up, going up against Luis Hill uh, for the Yankees. Iovati had looked like pretty dominant um, against the Yankees pretty much all year. Like every time that he would face the Yankees, like he'd just go like gangbusters and look just, you know, just absolutely fire emojis, right? But not in this game when we really needed it. He had six he had six punch outs one walk but he also gave up seven hits and two of those hits went out of the park which is not great especially when your offense is massively struggling for probably about the last three weeks after he left the game uh martin perez and Saramura filled in uh they struck out one only gave up a hit it was okay it was like perfectly fine Let's just try to you know get out of any kind of thing. It was fine, but the offense just really just could not get that key hit, and this has just been a thing for the Red Sox during their you know, I guess maybe month long struggle at this point. Like I don't even know. It it's just been really bad. Like when I when I watch games, it it really. A lot of their offenses reminded me of the 2020 offense that Painley, me, and Keaton had to watch and talk talk through all last year, where they just could not score uh, with runners in scoring position, anyone on base, nothing. They just can't do anything. Luis Heel doesn't really have good command uh, all throughout his minors. Like that's been his like big bugaboo, right? Like he just has like just massive control issues we hadn't seen it in his major league career until now he walked four struck out four and only gave up three hits like if, if if a guy walks four and it and it doesn't go too long you gotta capitalize you gotta capitalize but our guys didn't you know we went 0 for 8 with runners in scoring position and left 9 men on base like, that is, you, 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 I, I just, I just can't, I, I, I don't, I don't really have words. I, you, you have to be able to do something there and we couldn't, we haven't for a couple weeks now. It's, it's kind of, it's kind of scary. So, you know, we dropped the second game of the hitter 0-2 and we come to the final game, Nick Pavetta versus Andrew Heaney. Coming into the series, like this is like the one game that I had circled that yes. <laughs> even if we lose those f- first two, even if we do, which I didn't think that we were, but even if we did, we were gonna get to we were gonna get we were gonna get to we were gonna get to Andrew Heaney. He had a bad uh since putting on those pen stripes. And in three games with the Yankees, he has a ten point eight E. Prior to this game, and so in the three games prior, he had a 10.8 ERA and he had given up eight home runs in those three games. I was just like, Yeah, so we are going to face off Andrew Heaney in Yankee Stadium. We got the short porch. This is, we're going to go gangbusters. We did not go gangbusters. We, sadly, we, were, we only could manage to put together two hits at, at, through seven innings of work from Heaney. Like, I, I was just dumbfounded just watching this game. I'm like, we, we can't even get to Andrew Heaney right now. We're at, th- we're at that low point of a season where we can't even get to Andrew Heaney, who has just been in a really, really bad spot. I mean, Xander, Xander did... Uh, it kind of started off great. Like, Xander hit a hem run in the first inning. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. But no, no. It, yeah. It was just awful. And uh, unbelievable. Unacceptable. Just awful. And speaking of unacceptable. Should we talk about, like, Pavetta's game here? I don't know. Like... He couldn't even get out of the second inning. He walked three, struck out one, <laughs> gave up four hits and four runs. Like, seriously. Like, I mean, we really, really needed the good. Heck, we just really just needed the okay version of Pavetta, right? Because we've been in a massive slump and we dropped the first two games against the Yankees. We don't want to get swept. We really just needed the okay version of Pavetta, especially going up against Heaney. But no, no, we did not. But in a strange turn of events, (laughs) Garrett Richards apparently uh, stepped up and now fire emoji. Uh, You know, he went four innings, struck out five, walked one, gave up no hits. Yeah, who, who, if, if I would have, uh, you know, asked you, Garrett Richards, Nick Pavetta, who is going to have the better outing going up against the Yankees in Yankee Stadium? You know, 99 out of 100 listeners out there would have said Nick Pavetta would have the four innings, struck out five, walk, non zero hits. Yeah, but that one person who chose Garrett Richards to be, you know, contrarian would have won that bet. You know, I just... Do I think this is real? No, I don't think this is real. I mean, we've seen Garrett Richards the entire year. I hope that we keep seeing this, but yeah, I... It was really great to see. And just... Absolutely surprising. Uh, Martin Perez, Adam Adovino, and Taylor came in after uh, Richards left. They gave up three hits, no run runs. They just kind of hold... Held the ship, which is pretty good. Just wish our offense could get it going. Um, but you know, Ottavino, in his one inning of work, he still walked two batters, didn't strike anyone out. He's still not like the early season Ottavino that we've seen. But hopefully, he'll get back there. But at least you know he didn't he didn't give up any runs. And the offense, like I said, it just it just. It just didn't have it all night. You know, Xander hit that bomb off Heaney um, in the first, and Hunter Renfro made it interesting in the ninth, hitting a home run off uh, Chapman, who was just coming off the IL. Like I said, made things interesting, but yeah, no. We lost this one too. Two to five, and we got swept. Promptly got swept. And I guess I do have to pick an MVP for the series, um, I really don't want to. There's really, really no MVP for the series. Uh, I, I have like three people here that I kind of like want to highlight. Uh, Xander had three RBI in the series. That's pretty good. Xander's awesome. Uh, Renfro also had a home run and hit three seventy-five over the series, which is pretty good. But I think i have got to give the MVP uh, to Garrett Richards, which I never thought I would ever, ever say. Uh yeah, MVP of the series, Garrett Richards. He picked up the ball that Nick Pavetta promptly dropped. Heck, <laughs> threw down on the mound, to be honest. Um yeah, he he looked really good in that in the in the last game. So, MVP of the series, Garrett Richards. And welcome back. So, now we're going to take a look at the upcoming series. We have a pretty good schedule going forward, and this upcoming series um, against the Texas Rangers should help us. It better help us right the ship. Uh, the Red Sox are a nice 69 wins and 54 losses. The Rangers 42 and 78. And these these matchups um, should be really good for. I hope. I hope it's just like the medicine that this offense needs. So the pitching matchups, we have Chris Sale going up against Dane Dunning. Uh, Erod going up against Jordan Lyles. And Nathan Iovaldi going up against Colby Allard. I am not worried about the pitching whatsoever. We have our two studs, or definitely re- definitely recent studs. Chris Sale is Chris Sale, duh. And Erod has really, really turned things around. I'm totally, I feel okay with him. And then Iovaldi. Yes, he, he has struggled, you know, recently, especially in that, you know, last game against the Yankees, but this is the Texas Rangers, and they absolutely cannot hit. Over the past month, they are hitting 190 with a 241 OBP. I, When it comes to this series, like I said, I am not worried about the pitching, starting pitching, whatsoever. Whatsoever. I'm just hoping that our... Our offense can at least rack up a few hits when there are people on base. It's so annoying to watch people get on base and then we can't do anything. I think with these matchups, Dunning, Lyles, Alard, I think we can totally get to them, especially, if, you know, it's coming. We're going to be playing at Fenway. We're not going to be at the Ranger Stadium, which tends to be more, you know, pitcher friendly. We're at Fenway, we're at home. We got to, we got to take this, you guys. We got to sweep this series. Like, we have just put ourselves in a hole, and we just gotta sweep these guys. Um, so my MVP of the series is gonna be Chris Sale. I think he's gonna come out gangbusters in this first outing and just totally, just demolish, uh, <laughs> just totally strike out so many Rangers in that first game because we need it. So, looking at the series, I do think that we do sweep. If we do lose one game, I think it's okay. But, we, like I said, we really have to sweep this series. But, I want to, you know, thank you for listening. Uh, I know that we have, like, some other great pods on the Over the Monster Network. And what makes that great? It's all in the same feed. Like, feed. You don't have to do anything. They just, like, populate into your, you know, your podcast uh, uh browser or whatever just it's all there you know matt and brian um they have the over the monster pod which kind of comes out usually on wednesdays uh jack and keaton when he's not on vacay you know they have a red seat saved on save for you on mondays and you know the amazing bob osgood and me not the amazing me but the amazing bob osgood definitely love you bob you know, they talk all things Red Sox. My, we talk all things Red Sox minor leagues, uh, prospects, just everything on the Red Sox on Deck Pod. Uh, you can find me at Shelly V underscore six four three, and let's go sweep the Rangers.